Welcome to the Primo Show. It is episode number 70. We have with us the owner of Mattress World Northwest, Sean Hathaway, who just recently won uh, Furniture Today's Industry Award Mattress Giant. And he is going to share some of his success secrets. But first, we're going to pay the bills. Guys, if you haven't gotten my book, Sell a Million, what are you waiting for? 101 ideas on how to sell another million this year. And I want to say thank you to Steve at the Mattress Industry Network, over 1,400 members and going strong, stronger than ever. It's a free group. If you are in the mattress industry, you need to belong to this group. It is a, it is a group that is run by furniture retailers for the entire industry. So if you deliver mattresses, you sell mattresses on the floor, you own a store, you own a manufacturer, you're a manufacturer's rep, you're a vice president of sales. Anything to do, hit that right there and join. Scan me and join Mattress Industry Network where you are going to learn how to market, how to build, how to sell in today's uh, new, uh, ever-evolving economy. So join the Mattress Industry Network now and be one of the cool kids on the block. Did I really say that? That's funny. My friend Enzo Masciani is, is having an open house this week, and I want you to go there. If you are in Michigan, you need to be there. You will see the best of the best. Bedding Industries of America will be showing their new Hemingway line, uh, their new lifestyle line, Harvest, their, the new Englander line, Eastman House, unbelievable assortment of goods. Over 35 mattresses. You don't have to have an appointment. Just show up. There it is. Delta Detroit Metro Airport Hotel Marriott. And it's in Romulus, Michigan. Call Enzo at 313-304-4693 and join us this Wednesday and this Thursday. I will be there helping out because it's already uh, very crowded and it's going to be a lot of fun. As a matter of fact, you will run into some very cool store owners. And one of the things that happened at our Ohio open house is we had some incredible fellowship uh, between other store owners. And I think it's so important in today's world that we all put our heads together and help each other succeed. And one other quick bit of business, and then we're going to get to Sean. On May 14th, in Van Wert, Ohio, Randy Thompson, the adjustable bed guru, is going to be given a free seminar on how to sell more adjustable beds. You heard it, a free seminar. So get your fannies to Van Wert, Ohio, Van Wert Bedrooms in Van Wert, Ohio on May 14th. And with that, I am done paying the bills. Sean, welcome to the show. Good morning, Pete. Thank you for having me. No, it's it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. I feel like I already know you from our mutual friend, uh, Justin. And, you know, as I was looking at your website, one of the things that kind of blew me away was that you are really, it feels to me like you are given the customer, the retail consumer, more reasons to come into your store than probably any other retailer that I've seen. Uh, I, I saw uh, green stories. Uh, I saw I saw sleep. I saw number bed uh, stories. So if a customer doesn't want to pay uh, the crazy prices that they might have to pay at a sleep number store, they can come to your store and get a great product and not have to go through the process that they have to go through at one of those stores. And the other thing that I noticed that was really super exciting to me is that you are not just limited to uh, to a traditional brick-and-mortar format. You have really embraced everything, including fundraising, which um, 
I, I've had retailers complain to me about fundraising, the fundraising guys, and and they're taking my business and blah blah blah. And I'm like, why don't you do it? Right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and, and and to see you doing that, my hat is off to you. It, it's it's it it's it's just it's a great thing to do for the community. It's good for the store, and it's especially good for the consumer because. Uh, in a true fundraiser, if that's their model and that's all they do, the 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 selling knowledge and the knowledge of the product is very, very, very limited. And I know that your uh, sales pros on the retail floor are absolutely uh, world class pros that will always do the right thing for the customer and. Uh, they have the ability and the knowledge and the wherewithal and the motivation to help the customer find the right thing for them. And at the end of the day, uh, we're here to help customers wake up uh, happy and pain-free, right? Absolutely. And I think um, you address the, the fundraisers because we're a brick-and-mortar store and we more have the cutting-edge uh, new tools out there like the number bed. We take all that. So most of those fundraisers are going to have your basic mattresses, but we bring the whole kit and caboodle. So you're going to see a full-on brick-and-mortar store at that fundraiser in your gym. So our core model is to give our customers the best night's sleep possible. So no matter where we show up, we're always going to be focused on that. And you also mentioned our website, which, yeah, we've got a lot of great brands and a lot of great products, but I think also our website is trying to convey that we want to meet you in person and treat you with respect and give you a great experience, which is way more important than having great products. Uh, everybody's in a hurry nowadays. Everybody wants to make a sale. What we want to do is kind of make a friend, help you get a better night's sleep and work our process and, you know, really give you the best experience possible when you're in our store or on our website. Sean, what, what you said there very quickly and very naturally without even thinking about it is something that I have to, I have to dive into it a little bit further because at the end of the day, they can buy, uh, the consumer can buy a mattress from just about anywhere um, <clears throat> from a dirty window discount store to a, department store to a sleep shop like yours, the internet, the internet, all kinds of places. But at the end of the day, I truly believe that the customer is looking for a connection. And when our hearts connect, that's when the magic happens. And when I hear an owner say that he's very concerned about the process that the consumer is is walking into and the process that our sales pros are offering to our consumer it just makes my, my it makes my heart sing I, I i just i can't applaud it enough and i i wish that everybody in our industry did that because if everybody in our industry would have done that all along there never would have been a bed in the box. And that probably never would have happened or it would happen 20 or 30 years from now. But it happened and it happened for good reasons. And it, you know, we're not going to put that that back in the in the closet. But our hearts being in the right place and wanting to do the right thing for the consumer at the at the end of the day is the heart and soul of what we do. Yeah. And um your website conveys that and everything that you say and do conveys that. And I'm sure that that was not a small part in why you were selected as one of the uh, industry uh, giants uh, just recently, by the way. So congratulations on that again. And um, so let me ask you this. We've got a lot of dealers that, you know, store owners that are listening to this. I'm sure you're affected just the way everybody's affected by some of the challenges. So I'm going to ask you uh, a question about personnel and how do you attract good people 
in today's environment, people who are going to be responsible. And I'm not just talking about sales pros. I'm talking about truck drivers. I'm talking about anybody in any position with your company. How do you attract better quality people to give a better customer experience? Uh, I was going to say it's easy, but it's ridiculously hard. But you run a clean business, treat your employees with respect, and uh, give them a good pay structure or reasons to be at your company every day. And the reason I say that is because most of our new salespeople, drivers, warehousemen, are family of existing employees, friends of existing employees. So I probably couldn't delve into how to write a great ad or how to attract employees on the internet or indeed.com or how to do a great interview because I have a team that does that. But far and away, our best uh, new people are um, referrals from our current clients. And one of our better salespeople that we had was a customer. He came in with a friend to help buy something saw our process, our general manager happened to be there that day and he was new in town and he decided this would be a great place to work for him. So treat your people with respect, treat your customers with respect and you're going to get prospects in the door to buy a mattress and in the door to ask for a job. That's that's great advice, Sean. Um, you know, you said running a clean business like it, like it was nothing, <laughs> right? The, the, the it's temptation. Yeah, the temptation every day to take shortcuts and to do it the easy way instead of the right way is yeah. always there for everybody at every turn. But one of the things that I thought was huge, and I really want all of our store owners to dial into this, you said respect before you said pay. And I think that's huge. I think that when that when em employees have an opportunity to be treated with respect and they feel like their voice is being heard yes they're they're all in they're all in on that it's when they feel like they're being dictated to and they're being uh, ro robotized uh it's not, robotized is not a word but uh, being treated with... Uh, it's a good word. You used it. So it's now it's yeah, a word. It's a word now, right? Um, I, I think that that's huge, but I'm not going to let you get off the hook that easy. Okay. So at the end of the day, we attract what we are. And, and that's true with customers and, and because you advertised for them, you sold them, and you put up with them. So <clears throat> you own those customers. If you don't like your customers, you've got to change your advertising. You've got to change your sales process. And you yeah. have to be a little pickier. But it's just, it's even more so with your people. You truly attract people who have the same heart as you. And the, the people that are repelled by who you are that's great because the deadbeats and the losers and the self-centered people, we don't need any more people like that in our industry, right? We, we have enough of those people already and hopefully they'll all leave. And then what will be left is people who want to really truly serve the customer and do the right thing all the time, right? So we would love to have that. You attract what you are. And so that's me not letting you off the hook. Listen, I saw some pretty amazing things. And one of the, you know, at halftime, I'm going to read a uh, chapter in my book, which takes about two or three minutes or just little tiny chapters. And, you know, I wrote this in 2015 and 99% of what was in that book in 2015 is probably more important today than when I wrote it. It was probably a lot of people threw the book away and said, oh, this is crazy. This stuff's never going to work. And as it turned out, it looked like I was, uh, 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 I had ESP and I was looking into the future. And trust me, I don't have ESP and I can't look into the future, nor do I want to. <laughs> but I, the, one of the things that amazed me is I started going back to former guests. 
And I saw FFL on there with those unbelievably comfortable chairs. And so you have taken this idea of, uh, you know, of, of giving the customer not only a great night's sleep, but maybe yes. the best naps in the industry, right? Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, you might break the, up a few marriages too, Sean. No. No. Yeah, yeah, because the husband's not going to bed. He's going to fall asleep in the chair, dude. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, he's going to take a 15-minute massage in the massage chair, and then he's going to feel more relaxed, and he's going to sleep better because his body's been you know, rejuvenated and stretched out. But we, we are so excited to have FFL as a new partner and the massage chairs because it fits right into health and wellness. And one of our core concepts, which is give our customers a better night's sleep, and they're just amazing. I, I feel like they're kind of head and shoulders above people in the industry. And once you take time to get a massage, you know, on that uh, chair in your store, then you're sold as well. And it makes it easier to show the customer. My wife even says, could we go to the mall store today and have a massage? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, of course we can. Let's go. <laughs> can I get a donut while we're there? <laughs> so... I'm always talking about community and how important there's several chapters in in my book that talk about being becoming part of the community. Um, and boy, I, I couldn't get over how entrenched in your community you guys truly are and how it's reflected in your website. And, and quite frankly, I have a few dealers that do a great job of being involved in their community, but they don't get credit for it. And they don't, they don't want to promote it. And one of the things that I constantly say, and uh, Jim, you're going to get tired of me saying this. And so sooner or later, maybe you'll listen. Jim knows who he is. Come on, Jim. I want you to promote it, not to be a self-promoter. I want you to promote what you're doing, the good things in the community, so that somebody else in the community is inspired to do it as well. That's why I want you to do it. I mean, is there a business reason to do it? Yeah, there's a business reason to do it. Might you get an extra customer or two? Yeah, you might. But more importantly to me as a human being, I would hope that your charity inspires additional charity and that your community service inspires additional community service because you can't have too much of that. And the easy way to do it and what we do is without being self-promoting is we go, if we support um, an organization, we're going to go to their event and we've got this, uh, we take a team. It's usually our admin team and, and our general manager, myself, maybe my wife now. And we set up a booth. We have a pachinko machine and we give away goofy prizes that everybody loves to have at an event, like water bottles and sunglasses. But we just cheer and yell and scream when everybody wins something. And so we make people feel great about showing up for a walk or a plunge or whatever activity they're having that day. So, um, yeah, we'll give money and we're not going to draw attention to ourselves, but we're going to be at that event supporting everybody there, having a good time, just being a fun part of the background. And you naturally get associated with the event. Uh, since you brought it up, we've got a blow-up costume. It's a mattress. It looks like a, we call it Mattress Millie. And my wife gets in there. And so she's getting all the photographs with the kids and the adults, she's dancing if there's a band or if they have a dance contest. Uh, she's doing photographs with everybody. I mean, it's That's a blast. Awesome. It's a lot of fun. So there's a way to self-promote yourself without self-promoting yourself. It Just having fun and encouraging everybody. Not only do you blend right in, but you also stand out in that you're always there. There's a quote, and I forgot who said it, but People uh, for, forget what you said, but they remember how you made them feel. And if they're having laughs and a good time, they're going to remember you. And uh, that that's huge. And, you know, I, I got that feeling just looking at your website, 
and going through a few videos that you as a group, as, as a company, Mattress World Northwest has fun. Is that, am I on point there or? I mean, I think we do. I mean, um, I've never been a heavy handed owner. I'm appreciative of everybody showing up every single day. Yeah, there's one of our booths and our prizes we give away. We have a awesome and hilarious Christmas party every year. We have a um, awesome picnic, uh, invite all the kids, uh, summer picnic, which is a blast. And then I just think that, like, for instance, our manager, our general manager, our sales manager, our warehouse manager have been with the company since 18, 19, 20. Uh, just young punks when they started with the company and now they're uh, family people with kids that coming to the picnic. So I think we've created an environment that, I mean, as fun as a retail store can be, it was a lot more fun when you had 20 customers a day and you could have three or four people per store and, you know, things morph and change. And so, you know, we still try to keep it light and easy. It's just mattresses, but the best part is you're helping people every day and that that should be fun on its own. Yeah, yeah. That that's great. Um Chris, thanks. That's uh those are some amazing uh shots. There's so much here uh for for everybody to learn. Were were you like always like magically successful? Did you ever have any tough time, Sean, where you didn't like know what next what move to make next or was it always easy? I feel like that today, but no, you said magically successful and that's a hundred percent false. I'm super lucky. I'm what happens when you just persevere year after year after year, you know, the overnight success after 27 years. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, honestly, this podcast and the Giants Award is a testament to Stick to itiveness, uh, stick to your core principles, keep pushing ahead every day, uh, surround yourself with people that, um, you know, are better than yourself and allow them to flourish. You mentioned Justin Trumbo. I'll mention a couple people, our general manager, Brendan Foster. Yeah. These are key people in the organization. These are people that, you know, know parts of this business better than me and are way better at certain parts of their job than I could ever be. And you could be the type of person that, you know, harbors some resentment and keeps them down and make sure that you let them know that every day they work for you, or you could turn them loose and just build a fire under them and let them go for it. And, you know, when they make their little missteps, you just regroup and look at what happened and like, Hey, next time let's take a right where we took a left, but I appreciate the, uh, you know, the fire. So these guys kind of represent the peak of our team, but we have some managers, we have an admin team, and they're all vested in the company's growth because they all want to have a job for a very long time. And I think the only thing I've really done is made it clear that when our customers are super happy, when the community is happy with us, that ensures our long-term growth in the industry and uh, growth for them. You know, when the business grows, then they everybody grows inside their job, inside their department. We can add benefits, add raises, but it all starts with um, helping the community and helping our customer. And that's, you know, I'll just go back. Our core values, we've got a plan and a process we've got that we share with the company. Uh, every quarter, we try to review it and remind it in every memo or meeting that we have. And that is... Help our customers get a better night's sleep, number one. Two, serve the community. And three, empower our employees to have the best life possible. And I just have to explain to everybody, I've never woken up in the morning and jumped up out of bed and told my wife, man, I cannot wait to help serve our community and get someone a better night's sleep. That that just never comes out of my mouth. I want to have a great company, but I realize as soon as we flip on the lights, and turn our store on that if I don't put the customer as my number one focus and make them happy, 
and give them the best night's sleep, none of the other pieces fall together. So it's a loop. And wherever you come in on that loop, you have to excel at all three. And then you're going to have a great company. And you're going to have fun at work that day. Yep. You know, I have a, I have a little saying that <clears throat> I always say, have fun and sell a million. And I don't say sell a million and have fun. Right. Because you're never going to sell the million unless you're having fun first, right? That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. And you're, and you're never going to sell a million if you don't put the customer first, if you don't, in your heart, uh, try to give them the best experience at a better night's sleep, then, you know, customers are really smart. They know when you're not listening. They know when you're pushing towards something. And that's when, you know, you kind of walk back to the counter and you say something like, oh, they were just looking today. They, they weren't ready to buy. Well, today they weren't ready to buy from you because you had a different agenda than serving their needs. And so mm. um, not, I mean, obviously that happens us, to us sometimes because, you know, we're not perfect. And we just always go back and like, hey, how did we not serve that customer the best? And of course, there's always people that are just looking as well. But there are, but when they come across a sales pro who really seems interested in them, yes, and and interested in helping them find the exact right product for them, all of a sudden the agenda that they had in their mind, I'm going to go to X amount of stores and then maybe I'll make a decision. It all goes out the window. It goes out the window um, because at the end of the day, we're, we are looking for that connection. You know, it's, you know, we, all the social media stuff and people are lonelier today than they were 20 years ago. It's, it's, it's heartbreaking but at the same time, it represents an incredibly huge opportunity for us as salespeople. If we connect, truly connect with our customer, that in and of itself is, is probably the single biggest thing that we could do as a human being, just as a gift to give to yeah. somebody. Uh, but it's the best thing you could ever do for your business at the same time. And I always say, don't do it just because it's good for business. Do it just to be a good human being and the business will follow. That's right. So, enough yeah. of my preaching. Well, you said, uh, <laughs> you know, 20 years ago, you know, there would have never been a bet in a box if we would have, you know, been better salespeople. And I, and I will say, you know, <clears throat> how many people leave our store or, you know, when I was on the sales floor and say, man, we should have come in here sooner, like four years ago when our back started hurting. This was fun. This was easier than I expected. And we still get that today. So, you know, really treat the customer with respect. And and uh, back to what we were talking about earlier, all those videos you show, you've just been showing while you were speaking are videos on our website or uh, videos we took and converted into commercials. But all those are people that work at the company or customers that have less, left us good reviews or people that we knew that bought from us that we invited in to help shoot the video. So they're very organic. They're very true to life. And um, yeah, we like to include our uh, employees and our customers in our commercials to make them authentic and make, make it real. And you know that's who we are. And in fact, when we're doing commercials, if there are people in the store, hey, do you mind if we just pop over here and get a picture of you really quick using that uh, mattress or massage chair? And I think those make the best commercials. They do. They do. Um, one of the things that I've been preaching for a long time is how you treat your employees is important to your customers. It's actually... It's more important today than it's ever been. Uh, we are concerned about how um, how our money is being spent. Because at the end of the day, if I buy a mattress from you, um, I'm, I'm giving you part of my earnings 
And I want to know that it's going to go to something good and, and that you treat your people good and that you treat the community good and that you give back. And when those things are going through my head as a consumer, regardless of what the product is, do you want to know what happens? The price becomes a lot smaller because I'm like, you know, this dude or do that is like me and they're doing the right thing. And guess what? I want to do business with them. I, I want to do business with them. And I think uh, that is, is priceless. Uh, Chris, can you pull up uh, Stu's comment? I saw Stu made a comment and I didn't get it. Hey guys, I'm tuned in now so you can release the giant secret. <laughs> Stu, you've been getting it with both barrels. VTO was set for three months, one year, three year, 10 year, updated quarterly, shared with management, MW, and this has to be Coach Stu. Is it? Well, oh, there you go. Yeah, it had to be Justin. I'm like, nobody talks like that. Nobody (laughs) talks like that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, it's time for... <laughs> oh, Justin wish he was here elbowing me, so I said all the right things. Yeah. Well, I can't believe he let you come on the show without uh him being on it too. I I was waiting for uh an email. So guys, this is chapter 80. If you have your book at home and you want to read along, it's page 118. Power in motion. I'm writing this on May 8th. 2015, right now, there is a tidal wave in the mattress industry. It's called adjustable beds. Either you as a retailer will get with it or quite possibly be crushed by it. There is no reason not to get in the game that I can think of. Here's my seven-step formula to win in with adjustable bed bases. Merchandise a wide range of adjustable bed bases. If your mattress brand carries uh, adjustable beds, carry them. Display adjustable beds under every mattress that you possibly can. Market with information. Advertise them consistently. Train your salespeople every week, if not every day, on how to sell adjustable beds. You must invest in trainers beyond what the manufacturers provide. You need to pay a trainer that teaches your salespeople how to sell all your products, not just some of them. Call me for a recommendation, and I'm going to give you a recommendation in a minute. Train your service personnel, salespeople, and yes, even the receptionist on the ins and outs of servicing adjustable beds. Train your receptionist to ask one question that eliminates most of your service complaints. This is worth the price of a book. Every trainer worth his or her salt will tell you that most of the complaints on adjustable beds will go away with one question. Here it is. Is your bed plugged into the electrical outlet? <laughs> there you go. So true, <laughs> huh? Right. That's what our uh, warehouse manager says on service calls. <laughs> it is the single most common complaint. Oh, boy. Is it plugged in? But and, Pete, go, go ahead. Sorry. No, well, yo, you go ahead. Uh, adjustable bases are super important. And that training point you mentioned is, again, back to what does your business stand for? Does it stand for following a trend and offering the newest item that's out there that's selling like hotcakes? Or is your trend to service the customer and give them the best night's sleep? So if it's just selling the latest and greatest stuff that's selling like hotcakes, that's that's okay. That's a kind of a motivator. But if you, as a company, want to give your customer the best night's sleep, and when you elevate their head and the feet, you know that you're making their body more comfortable. And by not showing the adjustable base, you are actually not servicing them well. By not putting a pillow under their head, you are actually not servicing them well. If you really want to give your customers a better night's sleep, then you are literally mandated to show a sleep system that includes an adjustable base pillows, sheets, and a protector um, because that's really what's going to make them happy in the end. And the statistics say that they're going to buy all of those, we can just call them products, uh, within the next couple hours or weeks to go along with a new mattress. 
But again, they're coming to you and asking you for help. My back hurts. My bed's old. I want a better night's sleep. Can you help me do it? So now your choice is to show some mattresses or to show a sleep system that blows their mind and raises the ticket through the roof, but they're happy to pay it. Right, right, right. You know, I wish I had written that chapter just a little bit differently because what I would have included is what you just said. Solving real problems. I mean, there are several, several uh, medical problems that it solves. And as people get older, their circulation isn't as good. Getting that, the, the feet up and, 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 and getting your body in a comfortable position where the joints are able to relax more and and they're more comfortable and you're taking some of that pressure off the low back and off the hips. Um, just does the customer a world of good And, and listen. It's 2022 and I have dealers that still don't sell adjustable beds and it, it drives me crazy. And I, I, I love all of my dealers, even the ones that do everything wrong, still love you and always thankful for your business. But I wish for your sake and for your customer's sake, you would really take this seriously about adjustable beds and anybody that can get to Van Wert um, Ohio on May 14th. If you don't do that, if you don't go and see Randy Thompson's free seminar, there's no gotcha. You know, like you don't show up and he goes, ah, you know, I was just kidding. Give me a thousand dollars. It's actually free. He's going to train you on what he has learned, how he sells 35 to 45 adjustable beds every month in a single store in Van Wert, Ohio, just under 11,000 people. So in case some of you guys are going, well, he's in a big city. No, he's not in a big city. He's in Tornado Alley in Ohio with a population of just under 11,000 people. So um, get there and and learn from Randy. Every dealer that I know that has had Randy come in has made additional sales the same day that he gave the training. So it's not like you've got to uh, assimilate. He's going to literally turn some light bulbs on in your head. It's going to make you think about adjustable beds differently and it's going to help your sales sell more adjustable beds. And you're not selling adjustable beds to sell adjustable beds. You're selling adjustable beds because it solves a problem your customer has. They have a pain in their lower back. Their circulation isn't as good as it should be. Their breathing isn't as good as it should be. When you elevate your, your head and your chest, you breathe easier. And if you don't show that to a customer, I'm going to say it. In a, in a in a not nice way, you're literally screwing your customer. You don't have the right to deny a customer those benefits. And you are. If you don't show them an adjustable bed and what it can do for them, you are denying them their right to own an adjustable bed. And you don't have the right to do that. Sorry. That's pretty powerful. But, but again, <laughs> let, let's say you want to, Pete Primo's advice and make a million dollars selling mattresses. And you've got a national chain in town giving away a free mat, uh, adjustable base when you buy select mattresses. And a customer comes into your store and you walk them around and never mention adjustable base once. And they leave and say, thank you. We're just looking. Were they just looking or were they looking for an adjustable base like they saw somewhere else in town and you didn't show it to them? And I can guarantee you every dealer on the planet's got a better adjustable base, got a better price on that adjustable base. Why didn't you just make a new friend and make a new customer by helping them get a better night's sleep? By showing them exactly what you said, an adjustable base that raises their head and feet, solves all sorts of ailments, and it shows that you cared about the customer and not yourself. Yeah, yeah. And at the end of the day, we're here to help our customers wake up 
pain-free, as pain-free as they can be, and wake up happy, as happy as they can be. And and trust me, if um if you ever listen to elite athletes, and it doesn't even matter what the athletics are. It could be, I've heard it from gymnasts. I've heard it from Olympic weightlifters. I've heard it from marathon runners. The most important aspect to their training is the sleep they get right at night to recover because almost everything that you do athletically breaks your body down. And what makes you stronger and is what happens at night when your body starts to repair itself and it doesn't repair itself back to where it was. It repairs itself and it, it adapts to the stresses that were put on it. And so the muscles become stronger. The lungs become stronger. The, the uh, joints have more flexibility, whatever it is that, that is your athletic event. So when all of these elite athletes are telling you, you know, yes, Diet's important. Training's important. But they will almost always tell you the most important part of their recovery is their sleep. It's important for everybody. It doesn't matter if you're a mother, you're a father, you're a student. Everybody needs a good night's sleep. And failure to get a good night's sleep can really impact your life in a negative way. And not just physically, energy-wise, what you can put out, but also emotionally what you can give, right? Because if you're not well-balanced and you're not, you can't, you, you, you can't help be that shock absorber for somebody that you love because you're not even available, right? And, th- and that's the thrill of this business is to have someone come in who isn't sleeping well and has some ailments and show them the right product and even especially, I kind of like it when you're showing mattresses and they, you've got them kind of hooked, they're engaging, they're, yes, yes, these are comfortable. And then you raise their head and feet and you just see their eyes light up and it's a game changer. They jab their spouse with their elbow like, what is this? Honey, I'm yeah. having one of these. And sure, that's great because you light up. Oh, well, probably going to make a sale. They're very happy. But like, you've solved a couple things for them that obviously they've been struggling with for years and you just see the pure joy and excitement on your customer's face. Yeah. That's, that's the reason to be in this business. Yeah, it, it, it absolutely is. We have the ability to change people's lives. Um, if you look at the three-legged you know, wellness stool, it, it's exercise, diet, and rest. And the biggest part of rest is sleep. So you know, we have the ability to to impact people's lives in a positive way. And if you are a sales pro that work, works on a retail floor and you have not shopped your competition, go shop your competition. I'm going to tell you what you're going to find. Most of the time, you're going to find somebody that just doesn't care, may not know their product, uh, once in a blue moon, you'll run into somebody who's a- actually just a path- pathological liar, like 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 pathological liar, like on Saturday Night Live, yeah. and it's uh, it, like really really bad. You'll run into some of that, but I can guarantee you this: and what and once in a blue moon, you will run into a immaculate sales professional that you go, I don't say that, but I should say that. And I don't do this, but I should do that. And you're going to get lessons either way of what you don't want to be or what you could be. And at the end of the day, you should be able to look at, at in the mirror and say this, you know what? I really care about my customers. Do you want to know something? other people don't. If you want to know, I really deserve to make this sale because I'm going to do the right thing for my customer always. Mark Banyan. Hey, Mark, how are you? I really appreciate what you said about community service, letting it be known as it inspires others to engage in community service as well. Oh, thank you, Mark. Thank you. Thanks for being here, man. Mark is a legend in our industry and he just started a great uh, he's kind of gone out on his own. He's retired from the furniture 
liquidation business. And now he's a, a professional motivator, speaker, guru, coach, and uh, just great guy. Yeah, fantastic. So, speaking of that, you know, you touched on that. And I, I kind of want to explore that just a little bit more. Sure. I think it's really important for us to, for our stores to be the best that they can be. And forget our stores. This is for reps. This is for sales pros. This is for everybody. But it's especially true for store owners because store owners have so much to know and to learn and to do. So a store owner has to be able to advertise well. They have to be able to market well. They have to be able to create a, a vision for their company. They need to be the executive of the company and execute every detail all the way around. And that includes details like how mattresses get delivered, how they're sold at the retail floor, the merchandising, um, the training, all of that. Nobody it is such a broad spectrum of skill sets and knowledge uh, and areas of knowledge that nobody can know everything. It's just, it's not humanly possible. And I loved what you said about uh, Brandon and, and Justin and that, and there's others too uh, that are part of your team that, that helped you get. But the most important part of that is you acknowledging, Sean, that I'm, I'm good at these things, but there's a couple of other things that maybe I'm not as good at. And boy, this guy or this gal over here, they're super strong at that. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to bring them in and give them that area and let them kind of run with that because that's a strength that they have. And it takes a certain amount of humility to acknowledge that, first of all, to yourself and then to acknowledge it to the team. Right. And whether it's just one on one, I mean, it's going to be rare that you go in front of the entire uh, company and say, Hey, I hired blah, blah, blah to do this. But you're going to tell the person that you're hiring for something very specific, I'm hiring you because I really need this area to get the attention it deserves. And, and given the demands on my time and my skill set, I think you're better suited to this. And I'm going to give you this. I think it requires a certain level of humility and, and sadly, Sean, not everybody's capable of that. Well, I think you said that perfectly. Um, yeah. I like to let people run with ideas and sometimes we crash and burn and, and sometimes they're super successful. And, you know, you, you said it and you didn't make a big deal out of it. And I, I love that about your style. I, I, I could see how people love working for you. Um, you said if it crashes and burns, we'll <laughs> circle back. We'll circ circle back and we'll go right instead of left next time, yeah. right? Um, and and so there's a lot of fancy words for that circle and back, but and there's a lot of people that have made a lot of money uh, being business consultants, um, basically. Uh, going into companies and listening to what everyone has to say and then putting it down on paper and then kind of filling in the blanks and then selling it back to the right. owner. If the owner had just gone to his people in the first place, he could have saved himself or herself twenty or thirty, forty, fifty thousand yeah. dollars in consulting fees. Yeah. <laughs> but but there's a little trick because everybody's got great ideas. And I think when you spend the money on a consultant or something like that, then you're committed to a plan. So uh, 10 years ago, like Justin sent in, we set up our goals. Uh, but what we did was we kind of decided and we got help from an HR person to help us realize that we're a team. Because I think our old business or early on, the managers were kind of big headed. We were all big headed. Like we're the managers, we're the guys on top. And our admin team, uh, you know, which does our financing and ordering and warehouse, you know, cut us down to size immediately in a, in a nice way. Like, well, you guys forgot this and you forgot that and you forgot this. And we're like, you're absolutely right. Thank you for reminding us. So when we 
think of a great idea. We just don't immediately throw it against the wall and see if it sticks. We, we come up with a plan and we run it through the departments and our RSAs. You know, please troubleshoot this plan ahead of time. Here's what we want to do. And each plan starts with, is it good for the customer? Is it good for the company, the community, and the RSA? So right. if it doesn't hit those bullet points, it's not even a good plan. Right. So then we see if we can get the best product and the best price for that product or whatever plan we're going to do, uh, uh, doing fundraisers at school gyms. And then we do a sample, right? Uh, and we kind of learn from our initial mistakes on that sample. And then if we're really like the plan, if we've seen it somewhere else work, then we break it down. Where did we make mistakes? How can we make it better? We check in with all of our departments, the managers, the RSAs, the warehouse, delivery team. You know, is this product too heavy to deliver? Is it too cumbersome? What do we need to let the, the customer know before delivery to make sure that after all that work on the sales end, we don't blow it when we get to the customer's house? So you can have a lot of great ideas. You can kind of haphazardly take a stab at it. And I think a lot of people are like, well, that idea sucked. We, we, we tried it once. It didn't work. Well, we're putting, uh, you know, a couple of adjustable bases on their floor and then hoping that customers ask for it. An adjustable base doesn't do any good unless you've shown the, your RSA the value to them and the value to their customer, giving them great training and shown them that also it's in stock, it's ready for delivery. There's not going to be any gotchas when you attach this new product or try this new system. So I think that's probably the mistake that just a lot of people make across the board is the lack of a detailed plan and including everybody in the plan and letting them vet it, give their ideas, kind of try to troubleshoot it. Um, and not take offense to them trying to break it down or, or cut it down, but getting those answers answered and getting everybody on your team comfortable with this new product or idea or this plan so that they can get buy-in. Because eventually, when you say break on the meeting, you want everybody leaving and repeating the same message across the company. And when other people in the company you know, start troubleshooting or playing devil's advocate, the answers are all the same and we get everybody running in the same direction. That's, that's a key to, to, to implementing a new plan. And there's lots of great plans across the country, but I think they get dropped too quickly or given up on. Wow. You just gave a masterclass in project management. <laughs> that is, that is fantastic. Um, you know, one of the things that I've often said to my dealers is, and it's easy to say and it's hard to do, is don't get so busy that you don't have time to work on your business. And oh, a lot of times it gets cut in, it gets cut down to work on your business, not just yeah. in your business. Because, you know, we as, um, uh, as business owners can get sucked into every little detail, constantly get sucked back. And one of the things that I've learned to do over the years is I push it back down. Like I gave you all the steps and I have every, you know, confidence that you're going to make the right decision. And I just push it back down to them. Um, and sometimes it does need to be elevated. And that's always a fine line. But now, we as business owners, the one of the best things that we could ever do for ourselves is to delegate as much as we can so that we do create that time and that space to really work on being strategic instead of getting caught in all of the daily drama. I mean, you have over 20 stores, Sean. You could just be nonstop drawn in the, I mean, constant, I mean, barrage of well, first, let me say I'm, I'm 100% blessed because that admin and manager team and, you know, Justin, our consultant, uh, love this business and they beg for extra work and they're all workhorses, which frees me up to 
do things like this. But I think what you touched on is kind of legacy planning, which also hand in hand ties into getting buy-in from people that work at your business. And so um, if you're not turning over some of your responsibilities to the people that work in your business, and even if you're a two-person shop or a three-person shop, then you're not you're not getting buy-in. They don't feel the power of growing that business if you're always um, telling people what to do and just go do it, all handle all this planning part. Because A, all your employees have fantastic ideas and great ideas and they need to be heard. And, and some of them are terrible ideas and they need to be heard and, and vetted and talked about. And Exactly. But you're not going to be here. I'm not going to be here someday. And my family is probably not going to take it over or step right in and run it. And so starting today and starting yesterday, everybody here needs to know how to run this business. They need to know each other's jobs. They need to know my job. And so even as simple as um, some company meetings, you know, right now I'm saying, hey, what managers are speaking? What managers are shooting a video? By the way, I'm coming over to help you shoot the video because we do commercials and I'm pretty good at it. But one day I want in and really you're just laying down your vision, you know, like you're great at what you're doing, but I I want the vision to kind of be in this realm of, of what I like. But either way, whether it's handing over your company or preparing for the future or simply just today running your business. I mean, honestly, that's why I left the company I was working for. They had no interest in listening to my, my ideas. It was their family. They had all the great ideas and I was just to um, do what they told. And I hated it. <laughs> and so you created a company where everybody would have a voice and they would feel appreciated. And uh, 22 stores later and growing, here you are, uh, one of the you know industry leading companies that to me it's a wonderful success story but to me the fundamentally the the biggest and most important takeaway everybody should have from this <clears throat> is Sean is serving more customers in more ways than so many other stores if they want latex he's got latex they want green he's got green they want a number bed he's got a number bed uh, they want a name brand. He has a name brand. And it doesn't stop there. Adjustable beds, luxury chairs that do unbelievable things, unbelievable, crazy massages and other things that these chairs do. Um, but to me, the, the your core values are what is striking. Help give customers a better night's sleep serve the customers empower employees the reason you left is because you were not empowered your voice wasn't being heard right you were just do this do that do the other and you're like no i have some ideas and so in a way it was really a great blessing uh, that you weren't heard because you never would have created this. And what you've created is something that appears to me from the outside looking in is good for the employees. It's good for the community. It's good for all the charities that you support. It's good for the customers who wake up happy and pain-free and get a better night's sleep. And with this, with this show that you did today, you probably, if I listed them all out, there's probably over 50 different action items here that owners could take away and, and use and become a better store owner today. Um, I just want to touch on one thing. Sure. If if I'm a store owner in Ohio, uh, I'm just going to make this scenario up. I, I've got two stores. Uh, ten employees, and you know, and I'm 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 thinking, you know, there's some areas of my business I'm not a hundred percent sure of. I, you know, I was a really good salesman 
from another store and I do really good at the sales stuff, but some of this business stuff, I'm not as good. And I've been tinkering around with the idea of maybe hiring a business coach or maybe hiring a consultant. What would your advice be to them? Well, first of all, you might that might be the next step because if you are a member of Nationwide or go to our market, you know, there's some great training. So, you know, now you're going to get some free training. You're going to be able to run into Justin Trumbo at those meetings and other very successful store owners. So what's our secret? There is no secret. We copy people that are better than us and then try to do it better than them. And, but once you get to a certain size, if you do decide to hire a consultant, then what I learned early on is don't tell the consultant how to do their job. Let the consultant guide you on how you should be doing your job better and accept mm-hmm. everything wholeheartedly. I think the main mistake we always make is we take an idea and we think we can make it better or change it or have, you know, that doesn't fit my model. Well, if, if you were as successful, you wouldn't be hiring that person. <laughs> but back to one thing you said, we've got latex, we got hair, we've got all that. Our customers don't know they want it. And so right. the key is, is to be fabulously trained on that and show it with excitement and conviction so that when they see it for the first time, they don't think it's a gimmick. They see it as really something that's new and cutting edge that never been presented them before. So they've been to two or three stores. They've been looking for a mattress for two years. And all of a sudden, you've presented natural latex, not only its comfort and the benefits to their life. That's, you know, that's the reason to have those products, not because people just don't come and go, oh, I've been thinking about natural latex. I mean, yes, some of them have, but most are, you know, kind of clueless about the mattress industry. That's why they need a professional guide when they're in your store. But back to the consultant, um, it's been invaluable to this business, 100%. So if I heard you right, use every resource that you have. If you're in a buy-in group like Nationwide, go to all those seminars Fully utilize that. Once you've kind of exhausted that, now you might want to consider a consultant. And if you pay for advice, embrace the advice. Don't <laughs> don't just out of hand reject it because it's bad. Yeah. You're paying for a different perspective. Embrace the perspective. And maybe the way it was presented isn't going to be the exact way it ends up. But at the beginning, you're a student, you're paying to be taught, try it. Maybe it needs to be modified. But, um, you know, one of the, I believe that masterminds are invaluable. I believe coaches and consultants are invaluable. But to your point, you have to listen and you have to be, have the ability to say, you know what, I don't, I don't know it all, and maybe I should try this. And even if it feels uh, a little scary right now, right? I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna try it, and then maybe I need to modify it. It should be scary because you're not doing it. It's going to be new, and if it's scary, then you probably should be doing it. What? Well, there we go. Yeah. I think that's the quote of the show right there. <laughs> If it's scary, you probably should be doing it. (laughs) Yeah. Sean, thank you so much. This was an awesome uh, show with lots of great takeaways for our store owners and for our sales reps that listen and for our sales pros that listen. So if somebody um, has watched this show, they have a question, they'd like to just bounce something off of you or reach out to you, how would they get a hold of you? What's the best way? Well, our website, mattressworldnorthwest.com has a contact page. But I mean, I'm pretty much an open book. Uh, Sean Hathaway at ymail.com. There you go. You got his email now. Yeah. Any last words, Sean? I would say... um, 
I'm the mattress giant thing. We're super excited. I'm accepting it for a team. And we didn't get here without 70 people all doing their part. And so I'm proud and honored to accept for this team. And uh, there's three giants and there's three giants every year. So I'm excited to see what other people are doing and learn from them. And thank you very much for having me on the show. It was fun. My pleasure. I learned a lot too. Facebook user, it starts with the owner's vision, then tracking that vision on the VTF. This is Justin again. It's got it. (laughs) And updating it quarterly. Every decision you make then needs to be in line with your 10-year company plan. I agree with all this. Yes. You know, what what did we say? He's almost always right. Yeah. (laughs) And he's right. We never got into detailed like business, uh, actual technicalities of the business. But if we go back 10 years, uh, Justin and I were the first people to kind of have a meeting of the mind. And we also had an HR person we brought in that helped us get our minds together without punching each other. And we came up with a 10-year plan, a three-year plan, and a one-year plan. And we update it every quarter. And yes, today, I'm going to leave this office, flip to what I'm supposed to be doing to help my team members achieve their quarterly plans. Justin's going to be doing the same thing. And uh, I think the one thing Justin would want to point out um, today, 10 years later, we pretty much hit all the targets that we kind of set out to do. I mean, some of this was great luck. Some was of the planning and hard work, but without the plan, without the goals, you're just never going to get anywhere. So Every year in January, you had, you know, it's all about goals. It's all about goals. Not too many, one or two, and try to implement them fully. And yes, we use something called the Vision Traction Organizer, and it's, it's just been awesome. Everybody on the team knows where they need to be today. That's awesome. Thank you, Sean. Have a great day. And thanks for all you do for our industry. And you truly are an industry giant. Thank you, sir. Awesome. Thank you, Pete.